Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Try Walter's beer, try Walter's beer. Smolder tasting Walter's beer. So mild and so mellow and sparkling clear. Walter's a beer of friendly cheer. Why don't you buy it? Why don't you try it? Next time ask for Walter's beer. Access America. This is your history. This is your this country. Is your this, country. Is this is America. Join us in listening to some of history's America's best speeches. Created by Jarcodes Productions. Go back in, Go time, back with in us time with us right now, right now. on Public, Public Access, Access America. America. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, first to uh, our pastor and uh, certainly, isn't this a beautiful church, Reverend Mariner and Grove? And to uh, Miss White, Sister White and the Urban League, and to all of you, the elected officials, the members of the clergy, and then to all of you that have come out tonight, I'm very happy and honored to be here and to be a part of this gathering. And at a crucial time, uh, when, when I heard about the call for Act Now, that is exactly what we need to be talking about. There is a problem around the country where many of us suffer what I call Negro amnesia. <laughs> 
have forgotten where we come from. When you forget where you come from, you don't know where you are. And you clearly won't know where to go. There's some that act as though they arrive where they are by themselves. So I, I was talking to Sister White and uh, we talk about the Urban League and Nash Action Network, the group I lead works very closely with the National Urban League, Mark Morial's national president. I talked just this morning, I'm speaking next week at their national convention, so is the president. And she was saying part of what she was doing is letting people understand the need to work with the Urban League. And it's almost, to me, indicative of this problem that people have to convince us to work for ourselves with groups that are responsible for where we are. That doesn't even really make sense. And when you get some of us that have benefited better than the others, you should be the first ones involved. You know, you meet these that tell you, well, I got there because of my skills, or I got there because of my pedigree, or my education. First of all, you're not the first smart Negro in America. Black folk have been smart a long time. You to take your smartness where others couldn't because people like the Urban League fought to open doors for you. Let's not ever forget that blacks were ready to play baseball before Jackie Robinson. We just couldn't play. Blacks were ready to be president before Obama. America just wasn't ready. So don't get in your highfalutin place and forget that it was some people that didn't have degrees, that didn't have the pedigree, that didn't have the background, but they went to the streets and sponsored you the way you are. Virginia, 
and in other states, they come with this government photo ID. Now, I hear folks saying, well, Reverend, you got to have ID to do anything, and you do. Nobody is against ID. We're not saying don't have ID. What we're saying is, why do we need different ID now? We always use ID to vote. Let's have the same ID that we had when Nixon ran and Reagan ran and Carter ran and Clinton ran. So let me get this right. When Clinton and Bush and Carter and, and all of them ran, we used our ID. Now all of a sudden Obama run for re-election, you need a government photo ID. now. We got to avoid fraud. But where has the fraud been? We did the research. There's been 0.0003% fraud. Less than 1% fraud. Vote ID is a solution looking for a problem. Not a problem in need of a solution. The only voter fraud is the fraud of voter ID. We're working on this, Urban League and all of us around the country. As we fight the laws, we have to go and make sure people get the ID so they can vote this time. Now, why can't people get the ID? Well, seniors, students, it's not as easy as that. I grew up in a single parent home about four or five years ago. My father and I reconciled. He called me from Florida. 85 years old, said he got a letter saying that if he didn't come get his photo ID, he couldn't vote. He been voting there 45 years. He said, I'm 85, luckily I'm healthy and I have a car. But a lot of my friends that are seniors have no transportation. They're on fixed income. So it costs money to get passport or whatever it is required. We have to go and provide that. We've got to go and make that happen. That's why you need to be involved in organizations. We cannot lose and have our choices, whoever they may be. Urban League nonpartisan, they're going to tell you who to vote for. We're going to tell you to vote and vote for whoever's going to stand up for you. Just that simple. Not a question of who you for, the question is who's for you. And everybody that is black ain't necessarily for me. forgot what we elected them for. 
We didn't send you down there to be a big shot. We sent you down there to represent us. The thing to get me uh, mad, Reverend, is they get in some of our elected, some of our corporate leaders, and some of our preachers. <laughs> We get them in position, and they start modifying and moderating and taking shortcuts. And I said, well, what happened to you? What's wrong with you? Well, it's a new strategy. <laughs> well, what is the strategy? Well, you got to go along to get along. <laughs> no, if you scared, say you scared.
King, Fannie Lou Hamer, Fergus Marsh, Adam Clayton Powell, Malcolm X, they all changed this country with a mammograph machine and a rotary phone. Here you are in the 21st century with all this technology, laptop all over your house, Blackberry in one pocket, two cell phones in the other, Facebook, Twitter, got 50 different ways to communicate and can't get five people together to do nothing. Of blackness is. 
Some of my friends is in hip hop. I talk about it everywhere I go. And all hip hop ain't bad, but some of this stuff has to be challenged. I mean, we came out a few years ago and said we have to bury the N-word. Some of my friends got mad. You can't bury the N-word. I said it's bad, we've all used it, but it gives a wrong self-definition. It's a wrong self-image. We cannot let our children grow up thinking that they are nothing. Because once you adjust to being nothing, people can do anything to you because you accept that you're nothing in the first place. No, well, Reverend, I don't care what you say, we got free speech. I said, no, you don't. <laughs> what do you mean we don't? I said, if you go in a studio, I want y'all to think about this. If you go in a studio and you cut any CD that offends anybody but us, they won't put it out. If you cut a CD against Irish, it's hate speech. They won't put it out and they should. You make a, a CD against Italians, hate speech. Won't put it out and they should. Make it against Jews, hate speech. Won't put it out. Gays, hate speech. Won't put it out and they should. So let me get that this right. Anti-Irish, hate speech. Anti-Italian, hate speech. Anti-Jewish, hate speech. Anti-gay, hate speech. Call blacks niggas, free speech. That's it. Nigga, 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 nigga. Reason with him, I said, brother, we've all used it, but we need to stop doing that. We gotta build pride. We have to build a self-image. No, nah, nigga, nigga, nigga. <laughs> so we went about two hours. Finally, I gave up. He gave up. We parted our ways. I was on the road about a week later. I picked up the paper and he'd been arrested in some altercation, some fight or something. I read the article, kept going. About three days later, they called me from Nash Action Network headquarters, said he was on the phone, wanted to talk to me. I said, all right. Plug them through to my cell phone. They plugged them through. I said, how you doing? Man, I ain't doing too good. I said, yeah, I heard you had a problem. Yeah, man, I got busted. I said, well, what'd they do? He said, yeah, they busted me. I said, yeah, well, let me know whatever I can do to help you out. He said, I need your help. I said, you need my help? Yeah, I need your help. I said, well, what you need me to do? He said, they violated my civil rights. I told him, niggas ain't got no civil rights.
We are great at what everybody else does. This guy ain't that, this leader ain't that. What about you? <laughs> Pastor Man, I'll tell you, the hardest job, I'm gonna let out a trade secret. Hardest job for a black preacher is to preach the funeral of an irrelevant Negro. That's a hard job. Preachers don't like to tell you that, but I'm going to tell you. They roll the body down the middle aisle, lay it out here in front of the altar. Family be up on the front row crying and carrying on. And we supposed to get up here and hallucinate a life for you you never knew. Most folks should go straight from the mall to the cemetery. Because you ain't done nothing nobody can say nothing about. You know, I did Michael Jackson's funeral. I did his memorial service and did the eulogy at his burial. I never forget that night. He was coming out the cemetery. A very well-known artist. If I call his name, you'd all know him. He stopped me. He said, Rem Al? I said, yes. He said, you really moved me with that eulogy. I said, well, thank you. No, no, no. You really touched me. I said, well, thank you. He said, if I go first, I want you to preach a eulogy like that for me. I told him, well, you're going to have to give me something to work with. in our community. Not for the Urban League, but for you. So that you have some value and some meaning in your life. Now a lot of people say, well, Reverend Al, you don't understand. I, I ain't got the abilities others got. Doesn't matter. Everybody has something. God gave everybody some unique gift that they can do. You may you do. You find your niche and you work out your own soul salvation. And don't let nobody tell you what you can't do. 
is because you don't have what our ancestors had. And that is they stretched out the thing that we're missing, and I'll close on this. The thing that we're missing is we have allowed others to set our limitations. I told President Obama, I love this book, The Audacity of Hope. We got it from one of Reverend Wright's sermons. But the fact is that we made it as a hopeful people. All my life, I believed in hope. But the older I get, Reverend, the more I live to see some things can happen where your hopes will be dashed. There's areas and there's situations that hope will run out. But I'm glad, as Reverend Seven is introducing me, I'm glad my mother raised me in the church because there's another gear in my spiritual transmission that when hope runs out, I can go to faith. Because faith is the substance of that. to you, Reverend Sharpton, for coming. You know, last week when you received the BET Humanitarian Award, you said... You said, call me the ambulance because I'll come where needed. Where you came tonight, you delivered, you stood, and you gave us a message that was strong, that was pertinent, and that was powerful. Thank you so much. My message is that I would hope that we could inspire people to become more active. Uh, I think that the election this year is critical. The uh, move to suppress the vote uh, has uh, been an impediment to that. Virginia is one of those states. Virginia is a swing state. And I wanted to encourage people to come out and vote and understand that even with these new laws, 
we've got to do what we've got to do to make sure people can come out. I wanted to also express to them we are facing many issues in and outside the community. We've got the problems with our economy. We have the problems in terms of the trickle-down economic uh, theories that are being perpetrated. We have problems in our schools. But we also have problems with crime and things that we're doing one to another. So if I could inspire anybody tonight to get active and involved, then I fulfill my purpose of Exactly the, the, the paradox okay. is that we have the first time in the history of this country uh, a black president and a black attorney general, but we have this underpinning of crime and 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 thugism. So what, what I, I want to challenge them is that we cannot have this imbalance of such great achievements and such great decay at the bottom at the same time. And a lot of that is where we invest our resources, and a lot of that is where we uh, try to define ourselves, our young people. Where, if our young people grow up thinking that being a hoodlum and a thug is the definition of blackness, where are we going to get the next Obama from? Where are we going to get the next Eric Holder from? So we can't reach such a peak and ignore what's going on on the ground and saying that the soil to produce the future is being eroded and corrupted. Uh, we're here with the uh, new drilling guy. What is your take on uh, candidate uh, Romney refusing to uh, release his uh, taxes? Uh, what do you think about that? I think that the issue is that Romney said himself that he's a job creator. Look at what I did at Bain Capital. So we start looking there. And when we look there, we find out he had foreign investments in Switzerland and Bermuda and the Cayman Islands. We find that he said he left in 99, but he was signing as CEO to 2001. And there were companies bought that they were laying off workers. There was companies bought that they were outsourcing jobs. Now he's saying, well, don't look at Bay. Well, you were the one who told us to look at Bay. He could have told us to look at his four years as governor of Massachusetts. He didn't. Now, the tax release would show us what he did. How much money did you make with these foreign investments? Did you pay taxes? Or did you use them as a foreign tax haven to not have to pay? So the reason that the release of the taxes becomes important is that will define how he conducted business, what he did at bank. And he told us to look at that to know what kind of president he would be. So be careful what you ask for. <laughs> Randy Singleton, New Journal Guy. Uh, on behalf of the New Journal Guy family, Reverend Al Warren, thank you for coming uh, to Virginia today. And uh, in closing, do you have any final words you would like to say to the people of Hampton? I think that it is imperative that we are all actively involved, especially in this election year. We must vote. We must get our families out to vote. We must get the IDs straight. And we must get with our young people, not to condemn them, but to help turn them around. I think we should be working with the Urban League on these training programs and these things that we're building the community. And I think that we ought to be reading and, and dealing with journals like y'all so that we understand the sober issues in our community and not just become inundated with entertainment. We know more about what a rapper's doing than we know what we're doing in our own homes. And I think that we've got to become more sober and serious about what we're doing. Thank you.
Hey, Petey, have you heard about this new podcast, Public Access America? You can find it on iTunes, Google Play, Player FM, TuneIn Radio, and even the Stitcher Smart Radio app. It's so cool. Not good enough. But are you a German spy? Because that sounds like technology. It's like that new thing, the radio, or a newspaper for your ears. You can even follow their production company, Jar Codes, on Twitter or Facebook and find all new episodes posted every day. Oh, that's cool. I don't care nothing about no planes, but I gotta hear the latest episode of Public Access America now. Oh, watch the bomb. You can even go to their YouTube channel at Public Access America and find great videos from our time. It's so cool. Go check out Public Access America. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. 